welcome to a new episode of the Good Food Fellas. How are you doing, Gennaro? Rolling great. It's a little overcast in New York City, so I'm going to need some of this medicine today. How's that? Yeah, well, to make my mood better. <laughs> it's a fall, so we're, we're talking about chocolate today. We have the chocolatier, Nicole Patel. She owns Delessia Chocolatier, award-winning arts and chocolate company in Austin, Texas. Thank you for coming by. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I have a quick, because, um, can you tell us a little bit about um, your journey from being an engineer into becoming a, a chocolatier and how what inspired you for that transition? Absolutely. I always loved to be in the kitchen. I was the one during engineering school getting my bachelor's and master's degree that and I should be studying for finals, was baking, you know, 25 dozen of cookies and giving them to all my friends. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of a, always a stress relief for me. Uh, when I was eight months pregnant with my oldest, uh, my husband came ha- home from the office and said, I need employee gifts. I need holiday gifts. And I had been watching a lot of cooking shows. And, you know, of course, around the holidays time, there's all the homemade gifts that you can make for your families and friends. And one of those was on chocolate. And I was like, oh, that seems easy. I can do this. Chocolate is not. <laughs> it's very fickle. If the temperature's not just right or humidity's too high, it doesn't work. So it kind of became a challenge for me. Uh, the first batch of truffles we made were very ugly, very, you know, they were hand rolled little balls of chocolate. Um, wish Nicole, I had- we don't say ugly, we say rustic on the show. <laughs> rustic, that's perfect. I love that. <laughs> I wish I had a picture um, of what they looked like, but apparently I was nesting because four days later, our oldest was born. He was born a month early. Uh, but everybody loved him and kept asking for for chocolates and, and what new flavors are you creating? And you know, every time there was a potluck or a get together or friends just were at our house, they're like, Nicole, where where are the truffles? Uh, and so I just found myself more and more often in in the kitchen. And we thought we're just going to start a teeny tiny little business called Delicia Chocolatier. I thought I was going to do wedding favors and party favors once a month. And then it just took on a, a path of its own, which is always great in a small business. Well, Nicole, it's definitely smart chocolate for sure, because the marketing, the branding, I mean, this is just gorgeous. Just the package it comes in. I know oh, our you. viewers can't see them, but they have to buy them and you have to find out how they come because even the packaging, the shipping, how it comes cold. And I mean, you know, it's just the right way to do it. So how how determined were you to use your brains as an engineer to kind of like transfer that over to like the way you're shipping stuff and developing everything and marketing it? Right. So my background in engineering, I started out as a chemical engineer uh, and then transitioned to being an industrial engineer with a focus on quality, continuous improvement and customer satisfaction. So that very easily mapped to to running a small business. I probably use that more today than I did in corporate America. I mean, all the logistical things, just I know where all the points are that the package is going to go if I ship from Texas up to New York City. I know all the stopping points and I check the temperatures and, you know, just we want the experience from Delicia to be perfect from the moment you that box arrives on your front porch. Uh, and so just you know, studying the temperatures and how to properly ship things. And, you know, the very first summer that we were in business in 2008, it was, I mean, we had record, well, it was top this year, but we had record straight days of 100 degree temperatures. And I thought, well, I've got to figure out pretty early on how to ship in the heat because, you know, it's hot from 
March to October. <laughs> That's most of the year here. Uh, so we've very much figured out how to how to perfect that to ensure that those chocolates arrive to you as perfect as possible. Yeah, I, I tried uh, your summer collection, which is available through Labor Day. Yes, which is amazing. It's delicious. Oh, thank you. I love the watermelon and the roasted corn. What inspired you for the? How did you create the slavery so for the summer? So that is our newest collection that we just released this summer. And I wanted something that just played to when you think about summertime in the U.S., no matter where you live, what are the flavors that you immediately think of? And, you know, barbecue, um, watermelon, of course, is a big summer staple. And then corn on the cob. Um, You know, those are the flavors that I grew up from Memorial Day to Labor Day enjoying and wanted to really put that in and use that as an inspiration into our flavors of chocolate. And we love making savory truffles. So whenever we can push that envelope of what you traditionally see in chocolate, much like you would find in our barbecue infused truffle with hints of barbecue sauce and a little bit of smoke and mesquite to that roasted corn truffle that has little bits of actually corn in the center and a hint of lime and uh, and cayenne, just a little bit of spice there. And then even with sweet flavors and, you know, watermelon, you're like, oh, okay, that's a sweet flavor. I can see that in chocolate, but it's not something you find anywhere else. And that actually was the hardest flavor out of the three to create. Um, it's funny. I was really struggling with it. And my husband was like, does it have to be watermelon? And I said, well, seeing that I just ordered all of the packaging for it, yes, it has to be watermelon. So we've got to figure this out. And I'm glad. I'm glad that we kept pushing through because that flavor is is absolutely one of my favorites in the box. Nicole, I see that you use a lot of local flavors. Obviously, being in Texas, there are that is like flavor town, literally. Uh, how does that inspire you too to kind of like gear? Because it is like kind of like Americana. So how does that translate over into like these flavors like Roland mentioned? Because the assortment's like abundant and it's never ending. Right. There's definitely a lot of inspiration that we pull from Texas cuisine um, and just Tex-Mex cuisine as well. Peppers are probably my absolute favorite to infuse in chocolate. And, you know, here in Texas, it's not something we would think as being unusual or unique to find in chocolate. But, you know... A lot of our clientele across the rest of the country is like peppers. I never thought of that. And that's just such a staple here, especially with, you know, flavors like a Mexican mole. Um, I love how peppers play in chocolates. You know, a jalapeno, you're going to get the taste of the green pepper, not necessarily the spice, uh, you know, uh, on the palate. Whereas you use cayenne in a truffle and you get that burn kind of delayed in the back of the throat. You can almost count to two and, and then you feel the spice. At ghost pepper, all around mouth burn. And I think we sent you the ghost pepper bark to try. <laughs> and I love the salt on the top of that because you get that salty, the sweetness, the spice. Kind of checks all those boxes of what you're looking for and almost comfort food. Yeah, you sent us mm-hmm. recently the Autumn Harvest Collection. Yes. Which is, uh, I, I had I had apple pie so far and fried chicken, which is so good. <laughs> uh, how'd you come up with that one? And also you have the Halloween collection right behind that too. Right. Uh, 
you know, again, we love to play with flavors. Uh, fried chicken is probably my absolute all-time favorite flavor. I can't actually eat chocolate. It gives me migraines. So I develop all of our recipes simply by smelling. And so when I pick my favorites, I pick the favorite flavors that I like to watch people enjoy. You know, we do a lot of take chocolate tastings, virtual chocolate tastings, and that fried chicken is always a crowd pleaser because people don't know what to think. They don't know what to expect. And your brain, as you're biting into it, you're not tasting chocolate. You're getting saltiness and some of the herbs and the sage up front and your brain saying, wait a minute, this is supposed to be chocolate. And the chocolate is more at the at the background. It's more delayed. You just that little hint of sweetness on the finish. Um, you know, a lot of the inspiration for our flavors not only comes from cuisine, but also from the season. So we release a special collection for every single season. Halloween coming up, you know, what are those iconic flavors that you think of when you think about going trick-or-treating? Of course, caramels and peanut butters and um, and candy corn are, are some of our absolute favorites. So that's the inspiration for our collection there, an actual solid piece of candy corn in the center of that truffle, which is a lot of fun to bite into, both visually and, um, and tasting. Mm-hmm. And then the autumn harvest, you know, just all the foods that you think of when you think of autumn and fall and Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I love again, cooking in the kitchen. So I take a lot of inspiration from just what am I making for Thanksgiving dinner? And you'll find that in our autumn harvest collection from like a caramelized stuffing truffle, something that you wouldn't even think of, <laughs> think of putting into chocolate. Uh, but the herbs work amazingly well. It's actually one of my favorite truffles to pair with with bourbons um, and scotches works really, really well. And, you know, sweets like the apple pie that you tried, the little piece of apple and those baking spices in the center. I mean, nostalgia is so important when enjoying desserts and sweets. And I think playing off of that as well works really well with with coming up with flavor ideas. Nicole, I just tried the one with the little acorn on it. It was That's incredible. Apple pie. <laughs> apple pie. So let's say this. Um, the shell is perfect because it doesn't really hinder the apple pie filling. So it's just the right amount of like texture. And then, like you said, you try the apple and it tastes like apple pie. It's incredible. So creamy, so incredible. How um, important is that for you? Like say somebody tries the first one and it's so addictive that you're just like, I got to, these are kind of things. Things like each one has to be a hit. Right, right. Um, I think that's why we've been in business for 15 years. <laughs> so we have some very, very loyal customers that look forward to a lot of our seasonal releases and absolutely have their favorites. Um, that's why we can't re- retire a lot of collections and flavors because all of them are so incredibly popular. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting question that you ask about, you know, every single one has to be a hit. And, and that is hard at times. Sometimes we don't know how popular flavor is going to be. Sometimes we may release something and think, well, let's try and see what happens. That happened with a Bloody Mary truffle that we created for Tito's Handmade Vodka. I was like, well, let's just test it and see. And feedback was amazing. Um, You know, it's found in our Tito's collection and and one of the originals that we released. Uh, But you know, a lot of times just the the input that we get from from listening to what people think of our chocolates just helps us evolve. So some of the flavors that, for example, the apple pie truffle uh, started out as just a cinnamon truffle. And then I started adding, you know, playing with the different baking spices because you don't think about what does allspice taste like by itself versus, you know, ginger 
because we're so used to them all being cooked together in in a, you know an apple pie or 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 a um, our pumpkin spice bread. Uh, so playing with those spices and that flavor evolved over about seven years uh, into the apple pie truffle that you're trying today. So a lot of that is just that evolution. Um, going back to my engineering background, just that that trial and error, that, that almost experimenting and uh, seeing what the feedback is. Yeah, at your, at your uh, shop, uh, the chocolatier play, do you, do you teach classes or do test tastings as well? We do. So we launched, we're one of the first to actually launch um, chocolate tastings. Uh, and we have a whole method to the proper way to taste chocolate. It's not something that you would necessarily think of. You know, you get a lovely box and you just want to eat. Uh, but mm -hmm. there is a method to the madness, um, very much like wine tasting. When COVID hit, you know, we very quickly transitioned, the first to do so, into virtual tastings. And we're continuing to offer those. We'll be launching uh, a new set of tastings in the next week or so coming into the fall season. And then we, later this fall, uh, early winter, we'll be launching in-person tastings again so that people can come in uh, and taste chocolates directly with us. I host all of our tasting events. We teach you the proper way to explore the flavors, just like the experts. And then that's how we test some of our newest flavors that we're trying to, to perfect. So if you love trying and tasting some of the newest things um, and helping us to define what is good or new ideas, you know, that is the, the best way to, to do that is to join us for a tasting. Nicole, speaking of tastings, experts are experts. What yes. do your sons think of this stuff? Because family comes first and I know they're probably very, very judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> they are, you know, early on, I would bring home flavors for them to try and, you know, they say, oh, they're all good. And I'm like, no, no, really. Tell me what you think. Um, as my kids have grown and gotten older, they're definitely much more opinionated. <laughs> well, a lot of the inspiration for flavors come from them as well. Um, my youngest is probably the most opinionated. He seems to think that I'm doing it all wrong because I need to have a big commercial on TV to have people know about us, which I love. He's a future little marketer for us. Um, but, you know, I can't come up with all the ideas. Um, it's wonderful to have a sounding board and our business is run by family. Um, you know, I started it in 2008 uh, and along the way, my parents have helped me. They are at the kitchen with me every day. Um, if you come in and shop, you'll see them. Often it's my dad that's, that's helping people pick the perfect assortment. Uh, the kids are up there all the time, uh, whether it's you know helping me load boxes or uh, deliver things. Um, take out the trash or just helping me come up with with new ideas and my husband and, and I are, are kind of rotate through he has his his day job um, but uh, he is up there as well with me on the weekend so lots of family love in those little boxes of chocolate well since you're not in Texas there's a lot of honey I have a new flavor for you for Christmas yes. reindeer Ooh. Ooh. to think about no, that one just, just tossing it out there. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> tossing it with the kids, though, too. Like, right. Rudolph in your chocolate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nicole, keep in mind, you can't eat the chocolate, so Roland and I can. So when yeah. you can't eat yours, send it to us. We'll say, here's our feedback. We'll, have, we'll do this weekly with you and just do it over Zoom. How's that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> can, you, can you describe your creative process when you come up with a new flavor? How do you do it? Do you just sit down and try to miss, match it or... No. It's, it's kind of, it's fluid. Um, sometimes 
I see something at the grocery store in a, or in a recipe, um, or we may be out and I'm looking at a cocktail menu and I come up with, with ideas. Uh, sometimes it's just walking around the grocery store. Sometimes in the middle of the night, I will have an idea and it'll pop in my head. Uh, I always have a notebook on, on the side of my bed so I can write things down because I'll forget it by the next morning. <laughs> so a lot of times we start with themes. Sometimes we start with a flavor and try to build a theme around it. Uh, it is, I'm finding, becoming a little more challenging over the years to come up with new ideas. Uh, and so I have a running list that I've been keeping over the past, you know, 10 years or so, about 150, 200 flavors I haven't done anything with. And so I will make a point every, you know, couple months to sit down, review that list and see if it kind of sparks an, an idea. Um, but again, that that creative process is is very fluid. I tell people I love just being in the kitchen with my chocolate. Um, you know, we're only open a couple days a week so that on those off days, I can just be there and not have to be worrying about anything else but being creative. Uh, and that time in the kitchen with my chocolate, sometimes, you know, I might walk in with an idea and it goes a completely different direction. And, uh, and, and, you know, I start adding ingredients that I was never expecting to add and come up with some pretty unique combinations. Nicole, speaking of the business side of things, it is a real inspiration because what you're doing is a lot of people want to do. And I have a, a good restaurateur in the city and Roland knows him very well. Emilio, Emilio's Bellotto always says, the only good thing partners are for is for dancing. Never have a partner. So I love it. How, <laughs> how was it for you to kind of like break out of that shell, no pun intended, and say to yourself that this could happen, this could work, and it is. Like you said, how, you know, 15 years plus now. I would say that ignorant is bliss. Um, I think if I knew all the challenges, all the struggles, all the things I was going to have to figure out or – had a list of all the things I didn't know and needed to learn, I probably would have never taken that first step. I kind of fell into this. Um, you know, people love the truffles we were making. They wanted to keep <laughs> having them, keep asking for them. Since I couldn't eat them, my husband was like, you're making a lot of truffles just to play. And we can't consume all of these. <laughs> and so that's how we started. And the business just grew naturally on its own. I think that's the best strategy. Um, the overnight fame, you know, at, at the beginning, it was exciting. It's like, I want to be on Food Network and I want to do this and I want to do that. And then, you know, those things obviously take time. But I'm glad that it that didn't happen that way for us because I don't know that that overnight success and just going from zero to a hundred would have been ideal for us. I, I think the slow, steady pace is probably the most successful pace to have. Um, I love the comment from your friend that partners are only for dancing. I <laughs> I love that. I left. I left corporate America. So for. For 12 years of, of the 15 years that we've been in business, I um, had a full-time job as well. I continued my engineering career and we funneled every dollar from that engineering career into the business. So I don't have partners. I don't even, you know, we did it without bank loans. Um, removing, I think that stress from, from getting started really helped us to be able to do what we wanted, build the business the way we envisioned it. And I saw when I left corporate America that I was never going to work for anybody else again. 
that I, I had this vision. I wanted to follow that that path and, and be true to to what we want Delicia Chocolatier to be. And I, I think that probably bodes pretty well for for the success. I mean, we've made mistakes along the way. I don't know everything, but it's been a wonderful learning journey as well. Yeah, I mean, and fun, you know. <laughs> I mean, Austin is booming now. Do you see? Do you feel the boom as uh, it's growing every year? It is growing every year. Um, I probably felt the boom the most being in the food industry, you know, that 2009 to 2011 when we were starting when just the food scene was just exploding. And now it's a nice steady pace. Um, You know, some of that kind of slowed down a little bit during the pandemic. And now as we're coming out of that, we're trying to figure out what does that look like again for us? You know, we, we grew our business across the country we have our regulars here in Austin. How do we blend those two together? For, for So for us, that's the biggest thing that we're trying to figure out now is how do we support our customer base everywhere? Um, and how do we continue to grow in our in our local environment as well as across the country? Plus you have great Mexican food there. I miss it there. We do. We do. Yes, it is. <laughs> There's a great food scene in Austin. So for yeah. any of your listeners that haven't visited, um, definitely put that on your to-do list. <laughs> Nicole, speaking of what you're talking about now, there's like national chocolate shows. There's so many things around the country going on with chocolate. What do you think brings it to the forefront? Because there's so many desserts, but I think chocolate is one of the most healthy uh, desserts that you could probably have. Can you talk a little bit about the health aspects of chocolate and how it becomes like a happy medium for everything. So, uh, you migraines are narrow. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> I I see it. So the way that I look at it from the health aspect of chocolate, I mean, yes, it is healthier than some of your other sweets that are out there. But, you know, the health benefits that you hear about with chocolate, you would have to consume so much chocolate to get those antioxidant health benefits that the sugar you're consuming is is probably outweighing those those benefits. Uh, But with that said, the most important thing is that you need sweet indulgences on a regular basis. Like that's what brings people joy and happiness. And I think that it's okay. It's okay to do that. Um, Otherwise you're going to binge on a bag of peanut M&Ms or something like that. So if you're going to indulge, do it with the high quality chocolates, Um, something from an artisan, whether that is Delicia Chocolatier or your local favorite chocolate shop. But that's what I would encourage people to do. Um, My absolute favorite story is that we have a customer that comes in about every three months or so, and she buys about four or five boxes from us. And I always assumed that she was buying them as gifts. And so I asked her one day, she's like, oh no, these are for me. This is my couple months supply. And she said that I don't go off my diet and cheat at all throughout the day. She was like, I stick to eating very healthy throughout the day. And at the end of the day, every evening, I have a little bit of wine and one of your truffles. And she's like, that's my treat. And I thought, you know what? That's wonderful. And she told me she had lost like 20, 30 pounds doing that. And her friends, she was like, my friends think I'm insane. But she said, you are my diet trick <laughs> because I have that little morsel of sweetness at the end of the day to look forward to it and it makes me happy. And I think that's the importance of, of dessert and, and chocolate, especially. Well, I want to thank you, Nicole, for stopping by. Oh, where can we get your um, candy? What's the best way for the listeners? Delicia.com, D-E-L-Y-S-I-A.com. 
All of our assortments are online. We ship anywhere in the United States, including Alaska, Hawaii, and up into Canada as well. Um, I am always available as well should you need any guidance or help finding that perfect assortment. Thank you so very much again. Your chocolates are so delicious. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. This is fun. And and beautiful, too. It works (laughs) a lot. Thank you so much, Nicole, for the Um, treats. You're now going to watch the Hallmark Channel, and they're going to be gone in two minutes. Don't forget. <laughs> you know that. I'm going to be very happy in about two hours. <laughs> All right, thank you again. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Thanks to you and your family, Nicole. Have a good holiday. Thank you. You too. Thank you.